Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Okay, so here we are, um, the last meeting of the year of 2023. And I thought we could honor this moment together and um, reflect on this end of year um, moment uh, by um, looking at where we've been, where we are now, where we're headed. I'll say a few words before uh, we do our ritual. First to uh, something that I reflecting on the word, I'm sure most of you are familiar with the word anicca. I'll put it in the chat box in case you're not sure of the spelling. A-N-I-C-C-A. Anicca. The C-C is like a like a C-H. Anicca, which is the fundamental principle of reality. It's one of the three characteristics, anicca, dukkha, and anatta. Anicca is impermanence. Dukkha, the unsatisfactory quality of nature because everything is changing. And anatta, we are this changing experience and seeing the selfless nature of of who we are. But anicca is really something that if you do any kind of meditation, you see very, very directly and obviously how your experience is continually changing. The Buddha said, if there's one reflection to keep in mind, the one continuous reflection um, keep in mind Anicca, because if you can remember this is the underlying reality, then no matter how difficult this moment is, Anicca, it will pass. And no matter how wonderful this moment is, no surprise when it passes. That's just the way things are. So he said, keep this in mind as much as possible all the time so that you don't have to be afraid of the challenging moments and hopefully can learn from them and learn about not grasping and not holding on what you can't control. And uh, to appreciate the beautiful moments and uh, not to miss them because they pass as well. And when you see that, that every moment is passing, then you start to understand as the Buddha pointed out that it's all insubstantial everything is is empty it's not a there's nothing you can hold on to 
Every moment is just as empty and no more significant than any other moment when you really see this passing show, this passing dance. And yet, there is something about making certain moments more, more special collectively in a, either in a ritualistic way or a sacred way, you know, even though every moment is just as equally significant or insignificant as any other. In Buddhism, there's Vesak, the celebration of when the Buddha was born, enlightened, and passed away, at least in Theravadan Buddhism, all on the full moon in May. So that's a special moment, and there's big Vesak celebrations. And uh, as, uh, as monastics, every full moon and new moon, there are ceremonies to honor and reflect on how these last two weeks have been, share and confess any transgressions in the monastic community and make it a sacred moment. <clears throat> and we do this in our own lives with anniversaries and birthdays and holidays, uh, just to mark and honor special times. <clears throat> and at the end of each year, as arbitrary as that is, uh, we agree upon a particular passage of time that the whole world shares, uh, acknowledging, of course, that there are other calendars, whether it's the uh, Hebrew calendar or the uh, Islam uh, calendar or the Chinese calendar, but pretty much everyone agrees that there's the turning of the page at that calendar year at the end of December, which is just an agreed upon fiction, but a powerful one. Now I've been reading, I finally gotten around to um, reading uh, this wonderful book. I've been hearing about it for years sapiens by yuval noah harari anybody has read that book checked it out few it's really he's quite brilliant uh and uh he makes the point that one of the things that um has has propelled the human the sapien species the 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 Homo sapiens, as opposed to the other uh, uh, Homo uh, species, Homo erectus, Homo the Neanderthals, and uh, and others, is that we are the the it seems the only species that can agree upon a fiction that we have a fiction that everyone agrees upon, and one wouldn't think that was such a big deal, 
but he makes the point that um, until our species primates, the largest number of primates, it seems, that could gather together was about a hundred is about a hundred and fifty as a, a band or a tribe. But when we started inventing these fictions and these shared beliefs like um, some spiritual idea or things like money or things like calendar. Um, once we were able to have a shared belief, our capacity would go beyond 150 to thousands agreeing on one shared belief, which he calls uh, a fiction. And it is, it's just made up. He calls this the cognitive revolution. And so this was the great leap in Homo sapiens uh, becoming so powerful when before then they were just as mm, uh, subject to the forces around them as any other, but we could band together and agree upon things. So we all agree about the end of the year and the beginning of a new year. And at that time, generally speaking, it's a time um, of reflection. You know, people might be saying, oh, thank goodness this year is over. Or they might be saying, oh, this was such a great year. You're a rarity. If, uh, if that's what this year has been like, then good for you. There might be some wonderful things that happened in your life this year. We'll explore in a little while. Uh, oh, this year is over. Ah, new beginning, fresh start. Yes. And it's all just a figment of our imagination, but a shared figment that, uh, that collectively um, has a power that we all are turning the page together. And so um, in that vein, I wanted to uh, do this together tonight and share our reflection about this moment and including a, a ritual to mark where we've been, where we are and, um, and where we're headed, honoring the past, learning from it, seeing it's whatever life has given us this year uh, is part of our, part of our, as Ramdas would say, part of our curriculum. And there's nothing wasted if we can look back and see what we've learned, how we've grown going through whatever our experiences are and to see that at this juncture, which is happening in another, uh, what is today, the 29th, another three days or so, 28th, 29th, 31st, um, that it's a new beginning 
just it's always the beginning i i you know when i i lead uh retreats the first couple of days of of a retreat uh and as people are settling in i remind people towards the end of the meditation start the meditation right now let go of what's happened and make this the beginning because it's all just a a thought that we're carrying around oh i've been sitting here for 35 minutes and there's 10 more to go and it seems so long it's just oh start right now 10 minute meditation um and we can always have a fresh start in our minds if we hold that reality and at the same time we want to um, really learn from the past you want to let go of the past but learn from it the buddha when he was um, um the night of his enlightenment he reflected back on supposedly his previous hundred thousand incarnations that's a very busy night and could see all the different things that were part of his journey. And it's said, by the way, that um, there were many things that he did that were not so skillful. It's said that the only precept in his journey of countless lifetimes, the only precept that was the common thread that he kept was being honest all the other precepts he had broken one one way or another and as he reflected back and he saw oh in this lifetime i did this and this was the result and this is the lesson in this lifetime and on and on so he was learning as he looked back and saw his journey in that way so our looking back is a process of learning where we're we're seeing our year and um and getting clear on uh on where we've been and where we are now and and where we how we can grow here are some quotes around the end of year uh wasn't clear the the source of this but one is every year you make a resolution to change yourself this year make a resolution to be yourself this is uh meister eckhart who says be willing to be a beginner every single morning maya angelou each of us has the right and possibility to invent ourselves daily if a person doesn't invent themselves they will be invented so be bodacious enough to invent uh, being bodacious enough to invent ourselves is wise emerson the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be 
and Charlie Brown. You know how I always dread the whole year? Well, this time I'm only going to dread one day at a time. That's taking it one chunk at a time. But we don't have to dread. Uh, and we can start by looking back at the year. Now, lots of things have happened uh, in this year that our society, our world has gone through together. Events that affected all of our consciousness, the political in the US, lots of divisiveness and wars, obviously in the Mideast, Ukraine, many, many other places and disasters and climate reports and things that affect all of our consciousness. Okay, so given that, let's go more personally. And I invite us to reflect. What, what has your year been like? And just think for a moment the the major events in your life this year that have affected you. There were probably some successes or some high points, some challenges, losses, new chapters. And I just invite you, you might close your eyes as you do this and reflect, what have you learned this year? How have you grown? I'll be quiet for, for a few moments and take time to reflect and write down what you've learned, how you've grown, so those lessons can be anchored and embodied in you. And as you're doing that, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to play some music, the uh, chant of metta. Thank you. 
from physical suffering. May they take care of themselves. Okay, start, start finishing up. And uh, if you need more time, you can keep on writing. And if you're finished, um, take a look at what you wrote. And besides the words on the on the page, remember in your body those lessons, perhaps hard-won lessons, perhaps gifts. Just honoring them all. You might have written something down and said, oh, wow, that was, I wish that didn't happen, which is understandable, but see if you can change that to, oh, this happened and this is part of, this is part of my learning this year. This is what life is has given me to understand. <clears throat> and really honor it. That's how we grow. And if you have more that you want to write down, you can leave some space <clears throat> to write in more later on. <clears throat> so that's looking, looking back at the past. <clears throat> Next, let's, uh, let's come into the present moment. <clears throat> What's happening right now in your life these days? 
not just external, whatever the circumstances, you know, relationships or other um, developments, <clears throat> but internally, what's going on for you these days? What's the, the forward edge of your practice? The Buddha uh, said that <clears throat> contentment is very good. It's a really valued quality, except for one thing to not be content about, and that is our spiritual life and our development. Not, not striving, not saying, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough, but rather to see until you're fully enlightened, there's more learning. And that's a good thing. <clears throat> until you're fully awakened, uh, even if you know here and have some good understanding, there are habits and there are what are called impurities or defilements uh, in, in Theravadan Buddhism, ways that we, that we miss the mark, ways that we don't see clearly um, or embody that. <clears throat> Chinul, a great uh, Zen master, talked about sudden awakening and gradual cultivation. Even if you are have an awakening experience, there's still cultivation over, over your lifetime. So wherever you are right now, not to think that you're not far enough along in the journey, you are right where you should be because that's where you are. And there's perhaps places inside where you see, oh, this is, this is my work now. This is what life is asking me to, uh, to wake up to. So again, I'll be quiet as you reflect on what areas are you motivated to focus on in order to deepen your practice. Or you can just say, what is your growing edge of practice right now, these days? And take time to reflect and write down so um, it can be a living inquiry to consciously develop this forward edge of your practice. And I'll be quiet and I'll and play some music in the background. The Chant of Metta by Ime Ui. Mental. 
What's your growing edge of practice? What's life asking you to learn these days? Okay, if you need more time, then you can take it. I'll, I'll just say a, a few words as you're, as you're writing this. Um, somebody wrote in the chat um, to me, and I, I think I've have I just opened up. Yeah, now I opened up the chat to everyone. Um, writing, so it occurs to me, this is like asking what we want to change after all. Uh, and we'll we'll be getting to the the future in a moment, but just to keep in mind, you know, the Buddha talked a lot about seeing how we get confused and seeing how we can wake up to weaken unwholesome states and cultivate wholesome states. This is what practice is about. So. There's contentment and 
um, acknowledging where we are and at the same at the same time seeing there's um facing in the direction of greater and greater understanding that's what practice is about you know where if if we were fu are fully enlightened there's nothing really to practice uh but it's not it's not with a report card that says oh i'm not good enough it's just seeing oh this is where i can deepen and grow so they go hand in hand uh, and as far as changing we'll we'll get to that in a moment as as we come into um seeing the future but before i do take a look at what you wrote and as you're reading what you wrote uh just listen to your wisdom inside that says oh this is what this is what i my my curriculum is this is how i can become even more at ease with myself and with life this is not something you're doing to yourself it's something you're doing for yourself as you get a, a sense of the direction as you see your growing edge of practice. Okay, and now we can go to what lies ahead. This is all leading up to the, a ritual, which we'll do um, after this third one. That is envisioning the new year and of course as a society there are many things on the horizon this you know a big year in the states there's elections there's wars that keep on going on and there's climate um, concerns and there are things that we can't control we can do our part and contribute but those things are not in our control so much but personally we can get in touch with what we want to create and develop inside so this is taking what you just wrote one step further and getting in touch with your um your vision for the upcoming year in the teachings uh there's this concept of clear comprehension of purpose that when you get clear on what is motivating you, that that is your North Star. And in the Buddhist uh, way of thinking, intention is not goal, not resolution. The phrase which I use in Awakening Joy is you're inclining the mind in a certain direction. So it's not a resolution where you might fall short, but um, it's an inspiring envision, uh, inspiring vision of what you intend as best you can to create. And you show up and do your part and let life support you. And this takes a lot of patience and uh, sincerity 
um, and surrender and mindfulness and self-compassion. So as you reflect on this coming year, particularly what you just wrote as far as the, the places in your practice that, uh, that you'd like to develop your growing edge, just uh, reflect. What would you like to cultivate? What qualities are you wanting to develop? And have in your mind, if you can, I always like uh, the, the, the teaching, what you can conceive and believe you can achieve. So have in mind an image of yourself more and more embodying whatever qualities that you're wishing to cultivate. And the more you can imagine it, the more life can support you. And once again, I'll play some music behind and write down your vision for yourself this coming year for your own practice. Okay. <clears throat> and now we'll we'll come to the, um, the shared ritual. Now that you've done that, uh, if you have a candle, um, maybe you've lit lit yours. Uh, I'm going to light mine. And. Uh, 
I'll chant the um, the refuges to make this a more of a sacred moment. So I'm going to light my candle. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Budang sarananga chami. Damang sarananga chami. Sanghang sarananga chami. Dutiampi budang sarananga chami. Dutiampi damang sarananga chami. Dutiampi sanghang sarananga chami. Tatiampi budang sarananga chami. Tatiampi damang sarananga chami. Now, if you would, uh, if you have a, another piece of paper, a small piece of paper, um, fold it in two. And on one side, you can write what I'm intending to let go of. And when I say let go of, uh, that also uh, means what I'm intending to not feed or to weaken. So not to be unrealistic and think, okay, that's the end of that, but just these are the, the things that you don't need and you don't want to feed. So you've written perhaps something down there and just on this piece of paper, you might just uh, list whatever qualities or write in, write a sentence or, or so. And on the other side, you can write uh, what I'm intending to cultivate. Play the music again. Remember, letting go 
It's just you're working on this. This is your aspiration to weaken these qualities and the others, your aspiration to cultivate just for your own well-being. Just another minute or so. If you need more time, just raise your hand so I know. Okay, just. Okay, so now, when you're ready, I would invite you to um, whatever you wrote. I'd like you to uh, tear along the, the fold. And uh, first, take a look at <clears throat> what you're intending to let go of or to weaken. 
might be a better way to say it. And just see your commitment to work on these and to uh, weaken these. You're not feeding these qualities that don't serve you. And in that, um, you can uh, now tear that side and make it a sacred act where you're embodying, weakening those qualities that don't serve you. And I invite you later on, if you'd like to burn or destroy them, um, however you'd like to symbolically uh, express that intention to weaken those. And the, the other side, just taking your words, cultivating the wholesome, and uh, keep this second one around maybe on your nightstand or your wallet or just refer to it regularly in um, these next days especially at this first week of the uh, coming year what i'm intending to cultivate and just imagine envision the more you can envision you know we are what we think with our thoughts we make the world the buddha says what you can conceive and believe you can achieve. So I have images as you're looking at these. Okay. And uh, maybe just hold it up and we can all look at and honor our intentions you don't have to show it but just um here's a a zoom room full of people who have an intention to uh to deepen their practice and cultivate and just wish each other well and support in that take a look at the screen and have that mm, blessing of everyone's good intention. May it be so. Mm. And if you would like, we just have, let's see, it's just a couple of minutes left. Um, put in your, uh, in the chat box, if you'd like, um, whatever you're experiencing uh, right now as you uh, as you went through this evening just where you are right now mm. motivated calm and happy
profound appreciation, clearer, peaceful, clarity, excitement, vision, resolve, a bit sad, inspired, very helpful, <clears throat> feel like a weight has been lifted, Mm. So all of this is right inside of you, feeling love and gratitude. Um, all of this is right inside of you. We can incline our mind and our heart any way. And that's the beauty of practice, that we have a choice. Most of us don't realize we have a choice. Again, as we go into this new year, this is not a pass-fail test. This is not to see if you're going to do it right this time. This is just inclining the mind and your heart in ways that, uh, that really support you. And feel good about that, that you can even want to do this, want to develop yourself. And uh, I realized I I didn't um, I didn't put in Donna, so I'm putting it in right now. InsightBerkeley.org is the website, and you can just go to uh, there's a donate button there along with um, uh, information about our community. So I'm sorry that we don't have time for comments, uh, but I. I wish you all, and uh, let's wish all of us uh, a wonderful transition from from the this past year into the new one. May we all keep on supporting each other in our practice, and may it be for the benefit of all beings everywhere. <clears throat> may all know happiness well-being and peace. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.